I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Uh-oh, can't send live. What's going on? Oh, my God. What the frick? Oh, my God. I've never had this happen before. Some of the items in preview are not ready or haven't been incomplete. Okay, this is news to me. So I'm live here, guys. Sorry. Let me try something else here. Oh, my. Ah, there we go. Okay. Ah, yeah. Here we go. What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Gap Sell Keenan, where a real live salesperson tries to sell me on their shit. And if they can find a problem that I have, I will buy what they're selling. So, a little bit of feedback. Can you hear me okay there, Nicole? Yeah, I hear you just fine. All right. Well, everybody, I want to introduce Nicole Barker. Nicole is the next contestant who's going to try to gap sell me. So, Nicole, the floor is yours. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I am ex excited to be here. So, um, today, I'm just going to go over a, a few things. It will be painless, hopefully, for everybody. Um, and then if you have any questions, stop me and we'll, we'll go from there. So how busy has gap selling a sales guy been in the last three months, four months? That's a very interesting question, the way you phrase that. So I'm going to jump in just, just because I can't let it pass. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to let you rephrase that question. I want you to think long and hard about the question you just asked me. And I want you to rephrase that. Hmm. Wow. Because um, I have a train of thought of where I'm going there. Yes, I know you do. And <laughs> the reason I want to stop you now is because I've said this on multiple occasions. In the yeah. Yeah. Rephrase the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, exact same question, but rephrase it. Have you, have you? No, no. So what was the question you just asked? How busy has a sales guy, how busy has gap selling been in the last three months? Okay. Is what I this is why I'm zeroing in right now. And if I messed you up and I will take full ownership, but I've talked about this. When did you ask me when we've been busy? In the, in the last quarter, in the last three to four months. Yes. Why would you ask that question right now? Um, so it's, it's typically a, a question that I ask from the bat, um, right from the get go. Um, but I follow up with, are you keeping up with, mm -hmm. you know, the, the leads that you have coming yes. in? So, so I love this. I love this. This is everybody. I'm beating poor Nicole up right out of the gate because I think <laughs> all of you are going to make the same mistake. Nicole, I love these sets of questions. Just not from the beginning. No, three fucking weeks ago. Yeah. 
Nicole, this line of questioning right now, because this is a real sales call. Do we both agree with that? Like, I'm going to buy your shit, right? Yeah. Okay. So you're, this is a tone deaf conversation. Mm, yeah. 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 Right. Do you understand where I'm coming from right now? It's yes. absolutely yes, tone do. deaf. Yes, okay. I do. So ask, so, so ask the question again. Have you noticed a difference in, you know, your leads coming in, your busyness um, here lately compared to, uh, well, let me take a step back. How busy were you um, in a normal situation, a normal, uh, without the craziness that's happening, um, you know, six months ago through the end of the year, the end of 2019, what did it look like for you? Pretty busy as shit. Yeah, okay. we, we had... We had doubled our business from two, over 2018, and first quarter this year, we we're on track to grow up by another 60%. Okay, so were you able at that time to keep up with the leads that were coming in? Yes. Okay, um, have you seen a, obviously seen a decrease, but is it a detrimental decrease in the leads you have coming in? Um, Absolutely. In a month and a half. Absolutely. Absolutely. How so? Um, they're almost dried up to non-existent. Uh, we're gonna have a conversation today. We've gotten a couple of leads, I think, last week um, for a couple of things. I think for our virtual training, but for on ten purposes, you know, we had trainings on the books. All have been canceled all the way at least through June. Uh, I think we have one on the in the books for July, and they're not jumping to cancel that quite yet. But if things don't change, I'm sure they will. Our pipeline dried up. All the opportunities that we were selling in the pipeline dried up. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you have plans to adjust the kind of training that you had before instead of doing the live training where you could do the virtual training um, like you did last week? Damn straight. That virtual training from last week was an, an absolute example of a pivot. Um, I had said forever, I'm never going to do a virtual training. I don't think they're effective, blah, blah, blah. But then in this situation, I had to start of have a real conversation with myself, get real with myself, process and say, okay, how do you do this? And I learned some. It, it went really, really well, and people appreciate it. And so we're doing another one, April 7th and 8th, coming up. Doing another okay. one, April 7th and 8th. Yes, so we totally pivoted. Okay. And so how do you plan to really market that that pivot that you're making? Um, um, to well, the canceled. I'm sorry? To the businesses that canceled their trainings. So my, my salesperson, she reached – well, okay, we're not selling it to them. Okay. We're not selling it to them. So – the virtual training, she will go out and sell a customized, personalized virtual training to those people who canceled. And we've already reached out to them. One decided not to do it. I think the other one is still considering it. And I'm not sure where that process is right now. Because um, we we don't, no single company can buy more than five seats in one of these virtual public trainings. We will do the per virtual trainings for a whole organization um, uh, just for them and customize it for them separately. And, and my salesperson, Rachel, she's going out and selling those. Okay, so you've had one say, mm, not interested, we'll mm -hmm. hold off until later, and then one is thinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. So with those, um, sorry, I got. That's okay, you're doing fine. <laughs> I got distracted there. Um, so for you, all of your all of your work is coming out, all of your leads are coming inbound, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Um, yeah, yes and no. Um, again, we have we use outreach, and it's Rachel's job to leverage outreach to do outbound. What kind of outreach does Rachel do for outbound? We use outreach these the app, so she creates sequences, and so she creates calls, 
um, emails, um, LinkedIn, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. 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 And, and do you utilize HubSpot in those sequences? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know if we use it. I don't know if we leverage it in the sequences. We okay. use HubSpot for our inbound. We use outreach for our outbound. Okay. All right. So what kind of contact do you have with these people? Um, as, as far as the outbound, is it, you know, you just, um, or I'm not the outbound, the inbound, they contact you. Um, and then Rachel calls them. Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. Rachel calls them. Yep. Okay. What interaction do you have with that piece? None. Okay. So you're just like the end result. You're the end product. I'm the end product. Okay. So yeah. Sometimes if it's a consulting inbound or it's a really big opportunity and somewhere in the sales process, they either want to talk to me or Rachel wants to bring in the big guns, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? All joking yeah. aside. Um, then, uh, then I'll get involved in the sales process, but not on the front, not in the the front end of the funnel. No. Okay. So, how are your leads? We'll just talk about inbound leads for right now. How are those leads coming in? Through our website and through LinkedIn. So we, you again, we use HubSpot, and um, we have a bunch of landing pages, and we have we have tons of content. Um, you know, a huge content resource center with eBooks and videos and, and um, what do you call those things? Um, tools that people can use. So yeah. when they download those, they go check those out. Then uh, through our email newsletter, we send out stuff all the time and then people reach out to us on LinkedIn. Okay. Are, are there any other social media platforms that you utilize that people reach out to you from? No, we use, I use Twitter and Insta, but they don't, not a whole lot of leads come from that. I think we drive book sales from that. The book is huge for leads inbound, right? So people come to us, buy, buy the book, read the book, go to a sales guy, fill out a form that says, Hey, yo, like check us out. We need help. And we say, okay, we'll help. Okay. All right. And what percentage of those leads are coming in via social or via your website? Do you know? Oh, from an email perspective, about perspective. 85%, 90%. So what's the breakdown on that social versus your website? Oh, shit. Brady, if you're listening, put something in the comments here. I'm going to say, um, okay, I'm going to say 50-50 maybe. Maybe 60, yeah, I'm going to say 50-50. Now, what's interesting about that, though, is I think the close rate on those that come in through social, which is primarily LinkedIn, is a higher close rate than those that come in other channels, but 50-50. And I think the other channel I'm really not speaking to enough, well, it's not necessarily the website, but we do also SEO and uh, paid ads. And so those paid ads and SEO have gotten us some business, and, and they'll end up on the website and fill out a form that says, you know, we want to talk to someone about training. We want to talk to someone about consulting. Okay. So uh, for you, when, when, when a lead comes in, what is a lead worth to you? It's a worth to me? What, what, is, what potential worth does a lead have? How do you want me to define that? Um, so if, if you have a lead that comes in and it's a corporation, they want you to come in and personally train their sales. Okay, so why don't you ask the question differently? So don't, so don't ask me to give you that. There's another way you can ask that question without asking me to tell you that. Um, You're doing a good job. But rather <laughs> than asking what a lead's worth, why don't you ask something else? What's another way to find out what a lead is worth? So I know for a live training, it's about $799 per person to come in, right? Yep, with a, with, yep, with a minimum, I'm going to help you out on this. A minimum of 30 
15. Minimum of 15. Is there a maximum on that? Uh, no. <laughs> Well, no, I don't know. Some no, people, some no it's $7.99, and, but you don't get in until you cross. You pay $15,000 after that at $7.99 beyond that. Okay, so it's fifteen k to start. There you go, know. Matthew. Matthew's got it. Matthew Corchesny. That was rude. Yep. Okay, I don't have it pulled up, so I can't see what he wrote. You're asking what – the way to get what you wanted to get to is ask me my average deal size. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is your average deal size? Okay. It's about $28,000. Okay. Now, when those leads come in, how are they being handled? Who's responsible for that? You already asked me that question. I gave it, but okay, I'll say it again. Be careful. Rachel. Right, right. Yep. So is Rachel the only person responsible for handling any inbound leads that come in via social that come in via your website? Uh, if they come in social via me, then I send them to her or I copy her. So if someone reaches out to me and says, hey, Keenan, I want to buy this or do this or whatever – then I um I say, okay, great. Meet Rachel. She's responsible for this stuff. And I send it to her. Okay. Where would you prefer your leads coming through? I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess you said earlier that you have a higher close rate on social. Mm-hmm. Would you rather they come in via social because of the higher close rate? Or so it's, it's interesting how you phrase the question. Do I care where they come in from or would I want to get more from? No, I don't really care. Look, if you're asking me what I'd like to see my leads increase across all the platforms, of course, who wouldn't? That's a silly question. So, of course. Right. But right. yes, mm-hmm. I mean, yes. And But again, the ones that come in on social, it's, it's because I do stuff like this. I do videos, et cetera. So, of course, they're going to have a higher rate. It, it, it would take a mountain. I'm open to it. But it would take a mountain for someone to convince me that I'm going to get more inbound leads on social with the same close rate using other using more promotional stuff than this like the close rates are higher because it has to do with this not promotion okay all right in my opinion okay that's that's good that's good um So what, what are your, your growth goals for 2020, your revival? Uh, yeah, goals? yeah. See, now ask that question. Ask, okay, this is, everybody paying attention. This is the big win right here and something I'm going to teach you. Pay attention. I want you to ask that question again, but I want you to ask it in a way that reflects the current environment. It, what ways have you... So you asked the first question. Ask that first question again. Yeah. So what are your revised current growth goals? Okay. So we were looking to grow by 60%, making assumptions, all kinds of crazy assumptions and not knowing what's going to happen in Q3 and Q4. Our revised has us down anywhere from 20 to 30% from last year. Okay. And where were your sales last year? Uh, I, this is public. So I'm, I'm going to give you a lot of information, but I'm like, I'll make up a number. Sure. sure. Yeah, I'll make up a number. We were 25 million. And if you want to talk on the side, I mean, I'll give out a lot, but I'm not going to jump. Sure. And, and I respect that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. So um, what are your plans to really get there this year. Cause I know with the environment we're in now, you know, you did the virtual training, which obviously did a little bit for you that from the, you know, couple that you've had canceled, 
but what other things are you going to try to do and promote to get to that 20 to 30 percent okay so our plans are as follows to continue to push the book and drive book sales the second one is to um uh, as long as we continue to create value in these virtual sellings i mean these virtual trainings we'll continue these public virtual trainings and if we can average anywhere from two to three hundred people per and do two a week that will be helpful. And then finally, we're going to try to find companies that are growing uh, or that are, are doing well in this environment or aren't being overly affected by this environment and or those who have, you know, a decent pot of money that can get them through this and trying to figure out what to do with their salespeople for the next two or three months. We'll continue to sell the virtual training to them. And come the first week in May, fingers freaking crossed, we will be doing a um, we'll be doing a um, uh, Online training. Online, it's like she knows my business better than me. Yes, we're dropping our <laughs> online training, which is dope. I've been I've been watching it in, in beta testing and whatever. It is freaking fire. I'm blown away. Like I'm like, wow, we did this better than anything I've ever seen. So I'm nice. all, those are our three main tracks. Nice. Yeah, I watched your uh, video with Deborah. So is Deborah going to play a part in the um, retention part? I don't know yet. We had a follow up meeting. We're not sure yet. We're not sure it's a perfect fit, but we're talking to her. Okay. No, I watched her. Hers was good. I was interested. So um, for you, is there any specific area, you know, the book sales, the the virtual training, right, which was amazing last week, by the way, and mm-hmm. then your online training. Is there any area other than the training that you'd really like to focus on that has the most potential for growth for this year? For potential for growth, all three of them do, right? I mean, technically speaking, it's new. We didn't have a virtual training before. We didn't have an online training before. So the answer is they're all got potential for growth. So again, look, I like the logic of where you're trying to go right now, Nicole, at least, but you're you're in the I'm trying to ask questions mode and you're not in the critical thinking mode. And I can tell because you're, although your questions are good and they're well thought out, you're not thinking about them based on what I've already told you. And you're not thinking about them. What's what's happening on the fly. And you, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like yes. If, if, if you're in the moment, the question when you has the greatest growth, that is just a, a canned question. You might've said of these three, which do you think has the greatest potential to grow revenue for you, for you, right? Yes. Of these three, which are you the most concerned will be the hardest to get people to sign up for, right? I gave you a number and you could have done the math and you said, well, wait a minute. Based on this price and you're averaging these many buyers, you could have said, wait, do you think it will be difficult to continue to fill these virtual trainings after each one? Because once someone goes, you got to get a new audience. When someone goes, you got to get a new audience, right? So these are the things that I want salespeople to do. Get in the moment. Be thinking about what they're telling you and start having a, a grassroots or in the mud conversation not just the checkbox of the high level questions. Did that make any sense? Total complete sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with, with the book sales, have you, and I think I heard it on another live sale that you had. um, Have you developed a a brand for the gap selling for the book? Define brand. Um, Are, are, maybe I should ask this way. Are you working to develop like a brand for the gap selling and promote the brand of gap selling? We've been doing it for a year and a half now. How I do mean, you, how do you plan to grow that further? I don't think, we're, I don't think we're just going to continue to build on the existing brand we have. 
So I just got off a podcast an hour before this, and that was pushing the book. We give books away every once in a while. Pay attention, you people. I'm coming out with something really cool soon, and we're going to be doing a, a book club where a handful of you can come on every week and sit on social live with me as we go through the book for a book club. Like I, I'm constantly promoting the book, constantly doing things to drive the brand, and my Keenan brand pushes the book and vice versa. So interesting question. Like that was pretty self-evident. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're 20 minutes in. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, stuck. And you, yeah, and you've asked some really good questions. Yeah. But you really haven't dug in on a problem. What problem were you trying to find? Basically, what I'm seeing is that you have, um, you have a, a small employee base, which yes. works for you. Is the content that you're creating now from a social perspective, is it getting you the most um, uh, the most traction? Is it is it part of your strategy to grow um, your gap selling brand? Of course it is. Be is careful it, you did right. again, Nicole. Yes, of course it is. Yes, yes. And it's it's working the way it's supposed to, right? Um, is it helping, is it going to help in the future grow your virtual training? filling those those spots where you know people have already been to the virtual training how are you going to fill that are you going to fill it via social is that really going to work who's taking time to create the content for you my team right um is that where their team is or where their time is best utilized well i guess so 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 i have an assistant so we have a seo um uh an SEO Google ads person. That's her job. She's yes. 1099, but that's her job. Then we have Danielle, who's my assistant and, you know, marketing manager, marketing assistant. So she does some of that stuff. Although hint, hint, she's only, she's going to part-time at uh, the end of the month by choice. I did not lay her off. She chose that just for the record. We're not laying anybody off here at a sales guy. Um, uh, then I have Rachel who, guess what? She, she's got a little more time on her hand because Less people are calling in and less people are trying to do live in-person events. And then I've got Brady. So, yes. And then we have another graphic designer that's a 1099. And we have a video person that's a 1099. So we've got a team of folks around us that do a lot of this. Create the content, edit the content, um, post the content, run ads against the content. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and I would say, you know, based on who you have doing the stuff for you, um, I, I don't know that Vivial or, you know, that I could provide more value to what you're doing. Um, there are some areas where you could um, increase your content via social, really focus on getting those social leads coming in um, bigger. Big, when you say uh, increase my content, what do you mean by that? Create more? I'm, I'm sorry. Repeat when you that. Say increase my content. What do you mean? Create more content I'm already creating? Um, create more content focused on. Um, yes, create more content, um, but have it specifically focused on those three pieces. That, what makes you think I'm not doing that now? Well, I've seen some of your content, right? And okay. I, I know you have content out there. Um, would it be, I guess the question that I asked myself, would it be beneficial for you to have more um, custom content? Um, geared Define custom your, content. I'm sorry. Define custom content. Um, content that, that's specific to, um, problems you solve, um, content that's specific to, um, sales problems, 
um, that's specific to recruiting problems, you know, is um, the recruiting part of your business, is it profitable for you? Recruiting right now, we, we don't even care about that right now. No one's paying for recruiting. So, all right. So this is interesting. So another tip here. Why didn't you start asking me questions about that? Why didn't you ask me, can you tell me a little about the content today? How much content is being created that addresses problems, right? When's the last time you created a piece of content that addressed problems? And I'd, and I'd give you an answer and it'd probably be a video. And you say, what about written content? How much written content? I went out and saw your blog and I know you're not blogging as much. How come, right? How about this? How about that? Get me into that world. Sure, sure. Right? Because if that's what you can fix and you make me start to realize that I'm fucking up, then I'd be like, oh, interesting. So I'm not, so how come you didn't start going to the places and find the problems that you solve? Um, I, I guess I was, I was looking at, you know, um, current state, future state, trying to get some numbers put together, you know, like on the, the live training that we did, I yeah. have, I have, I have my numbers. I've got my numbers down for my one client that I had. Um, but just getting to that point, figuring out, you know, where are your leads come coming from? Is it better quality social or is it better quality organic? Okay, so you ask those questions, right? Yes. So you ask yeah. those. And I felt like I didn't have a problem, right? So you should have then shifted into, hey, let me, because you, what you're trying to do is get me to buy into a different idea or a different approach. So what you should have done is shifted into, all right, can, let me ask you a couple of questions based on what you just said a minute ago. I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I would have said, tell me about the content, the, the last three or four pieces of content you created or the content you, what is your content creation strategy since COVID? Yeah. And then I would have told you, and then you wouldn't have heard things about problem uh, content or you would have seen some things. Wait, so what are you doing about creating this type of content? And what about this type? And have you created this in the past? And how has it performed for you? How are you measuring the performance of these things? Like you really start to make me feel like an idiot that I'm not doing certain things. Sure. And then your ability to bridge that and say, well, look, I think by not doing these things, it could be costing you. And then when I gave you that hint that said, um, um, uh, I, I want to get, you know, I had 300 people on the first webinar. You know, I want to get it again, but I don't know if I can keep it up. You could have asked me, well, what do you think after the fourth or fifth? How many do you think you'll get? And then you could have asked me this. You could have said, after your fourth or fifth or sixth one of these events, how do you think you're going to maintain 300 people or 200 people? I was like, I don't know. Now, if you're a digital marketing person that is worth their grain of salt, you should be able to tell me how I could do that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then from that, you could have done the math and said, look, if you can get an extra 100 people each one of these, that's worth, you should know the number. And so right. then you would have got me completely in, engaged. And I'd be like, wait a minute. Okay, maybe I can't. Maybe she can do something I can't to keep this going, right? Yeah. I sure. might have played hardball and said, no, nah, I think I can do it. And then you could call back and say, okay, you've done two. Did you get as many on the second one? Yes, I did. Oh, not a problem. No, I didn't. How many? Only 25% as much. Whoa, what did we tell you? How are you going to fix that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, this is how you get into my business and have a conversation with what I'm trying to accomplish and where I'm trying to go. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yes. Right? Another place you could have gone. I hope everybody's paying attention. Another place you could have gone is the online training. I said I'm launching online training. Right. You could have asked me about our, our go to market um, strategy on that. Right. Right. You could have dug into that. You could have asked me, how, what is your growth plan for that? You said you've never done it. Do you have a growth plan around that? I would have told you our growth plan around that. And then you would have said, okay, can you walk me through what your marketing plan is to get those? 
right? This is all about execution. Do you see where I'm going yeah. here? It's yes. all about execution. And because you didn't get into those, those specific questions, here's what I think went wrong with you. I think you did a great job of asking questions in general, Nicole. Sure. But I feel, and you feel free to push back, and anybody listening, you can put it in the notes and tell me if I'm crazy, but I feel like you weren't listening and connecting and allowing the conversation to go based on my answers. I feel like you asked a question, registered the answer, went to the next question. Yeah, I did. Process the information and start digging in and say, well, wait a minute, he wants... His whole, he's, he's betting his whole business now on all of these virtual trainings and this online. His average sale is $28,000. Can he maintain that through virtual trainings? How much are you going to charge for the online training? How much of that 30% you're going to lose from next year, new budgeted because of COVID is coming from that? How many of those trainings do you have to do? How much of this? Like you could have got me going through the whole process yeah. And found holes to make sure that I even get to that. Right. You see where I'm coming? Yeah, I do. I do. And I it's it's crazy because um I have some of those questions written down for different areas of your business. So like the the consulting and the recruiting piece, um, the gap selling the gap selling brand, you know, what is your growth there? What is your strategy? You know, how do you how do you get ready um, towards the middle and end of COVID. How do you start pushing those things so that when businesses are ready to start doing some of those things, that you're going to be at the forefront of that, that you're not going to just be one of those people that are sitting back waiting for everything to be over and then start promoting and start getting ready for that. So those were great questions coming in. But you, what's funny, the irony in this is you're challenging me to pivot and you didn't pivot in your own sales call. Right. So once I gave you new information that says, I'm not thinking about trying to pitch our in-person training in three months, we've completely pivoted. Right. And so we're going to push this stuff to maximize this revenue as best we can. And then when we come out of this, we're pretty comfortable. We'll be able to get back into what we're doing and we'll be able to figure out where the market is and we'll have different offerings and we'll move forward accordingly. But again, you, because you were in question mode. Yeah. In in step by step mode, you weren't picking up on what I was saying, and therefore you weren't engaged in the conversation to drive it. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yep. And that so, is not my normal. So, I'm sorry. I said that's not my normal. So it's that's okay. Look, it's okay. It's Things are hard, right? Um, and and you're just like, well, you actually did better than most so far. Everybody, for the record, women are doing far better than men. Okay. But you did pull a man state when you said, well, I don't normally do it this way. And I love it because you know how many people tell me they normally don't do it this way after they don't do it the way they're supposed to do it? Yeah. <laughs> tell it my kids. Well, that I don't normally do. Well, that's all I saw. So Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look, I yeah. hope it was helpful. I hope you learned Very. something. Very much. Very much so. Yep. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, feel free if you were paying attention, you want to reach back out. And, and if you really think you can make impact, then feel free to reach out to Brady or um, – yeah, Brady, just know she's a tough cookie. She's tougher than I am. <clears throat> and then um, um, remember, everybody, the key is in this one, the big takeaway, get into the conversation and listen. Yes. Hear what the buyer is saying and then take the conversation and the information the buyer gives you 
and create the conversation, the story together. I gave you a lot of good information, Nicole, that you could have just really ran with. Yes. That you just kept putting on the table and not looking at and just move, put on the table and moved on. Okay. Yeah. But your question asking style, tone, tonality, all that was great. So if you can add this next piece, I think you're going to be the bomb. Okay. And everybody else, hope you're paying attention to that as well. Okay. All right. In closing, peeps, um, congrats, Nicole. Well done, sister. Proud of you for coming on. Thank you. Yes. To everybody else, um, follow me. Uh, pay attention because a lot of stuff is going to be happening. You don't want to participate. But the next one is we will be doing another virtual um, GEP selling training April 7th and 8th. You do not want to miss it. I am blown away about the responses of the first one. So I was like, dang, all right, we got to do another. I think Nicole was in that first one. Yes. So everybody pay attention. Lots of good stuff coming out. And those of you who want to get sell me, if you've got a product that you think I need, that I have a problem you solve, you, you DM me and we'll get you on. If I have the problem and you can solve it, I will buy it. So until next time, y'all, thank you very much for this Gap Selling, I'm sorry, Gap Sell Keenan episode 19. This is dope. You guys don't want to say. Until next time. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something.